Hey y'all, it's Julie Coley with History and Murders in Wichita Falls. Today's episode is going to be just a modge-podge of downtown memories, I guess is what I could say. I'm going to look at a picture and I'm going to tell you what I see, where I see it, where it was, and hopefully it will spark some memories in you. And then I got a couple of funny stories to go along with all these pictures. So I hope you enjoy the episode. And even if you don't live in Wichita Falls or are from Wichita Falls, you still might enjoy some of the funny stories that I have to tell. So let's get started. So today's episode, I'll be starting with the Fedway department store. I'm sure lots of y'all remember Fedway, but it was the very first store in Wichita Falls that had an escalator. And there's a funny story that uh, a man told me on my Wichita Falls, Texas history site is that he went into the Fedway and he discovered the escalator and he was so excited. So him and his mom got on the escalator and the little boy saw this big red button that was the stop button. Well, guess what he did? He pushed that button and that escalator stopped. Well, he was told by the security guard and his mom that if he ever did it again, he and his mom would be barred from the store forever. Well, they visited the store a few months later, and they got on the escalator, and guess what? Yep, you're right. The little boy pushed that stop button, and the security guard remembered him, and he did bar he and his mother from the Fedway forever. Can you imagine, especially back in the 50s, getting barred from a store? Okay, my next photo would have been across the street from there. And through the years, it was different furniture stores. But in the end, in the 70s and the 80s, it was Western Auto. I'm sure some of the guys will remember the Western Auto store. Okay, after that one, we've got... Uh, oh, it's so hard for me to find stores from back then. Um but uh, there's a store right next to, we'll talk about Wichita Theater in a minute, but right next to Wichita Theater was this building that a lot will remember as um, Pier 1. You know, you could go in there and get so many cool things, psychedelic stuff, blacklight stuff. That's the way Pier 1 was back in those days. Um, and then later it became the Dixon Boot Company. And then right next door to it was the Wichita Theater. I don't think I have to say anything about the Wichita Theater. It's been around for years and years. First, it was the Opera House, the Wichita Opera House, and then it was opened up as a theater. Well, across the street from it, and see, and I'm already skipping things, but across the street from it was Skaggs Drugstore. And for those of y'all that don't know who, what Skaggs is, um, it later became Skaggs Albertsons and then later Albertsons. But the store in 925 Indiana is just, it's beautifully restored. It's for sale. 
Um, they've exposed the original ceilings. They've exposed the wood floors. Um, they've done a whole lot of work on that building and now have it for sale. But let's get back to the corner of 10th and Indiana. And if y'all will remember, it was purple. Bright purple glass. Shiny glass stuff. And it was Russell Stover's candy store. Kids would go in there and there'd be these big scales sitting on top of the counters. And you'd say, I want a pound of chocolate candy. And they'd pour that candy out and pour, put it up onto the scale. And they'd weigh it until it was a pound. And they'd take that little holder that had a you know, scoop at the end. And they'd pour it into your bag. And you'd go prancing out of there with your little bag of candy from Russell Stover's. That has brought back a lot of memories for people. Okay, so got Russell Stover's. <laughs> All right, let's skip on over. Um, next door to, no, let's don't do that one yet. Uh, I have to look at these things and figure out what I'm doing so I can bring back the right memories for y'all. Um, right next to the theater in the 50s was a little little place called Made Right. And I have heard that they had the most wonderful hamburgers. Can you taste them? Later years, and Jeff and I were trying to figure this out, but later years, I think the part of the frontage was taken down and it was became Martha's miniatures now this is where i come in because i was old enough then and had a child in the 80s to be able to go in there and buy the little dresses that had the little jingle bells in them remember those ladies i would go in there and buy dresses for my daughter and uh, she hated them you know she absolutely hated them but i loved them and martha's miniatures is my big memory Further down the street on that side, you've got uh, Montgomery Ward. We bought our first store, our first stove at Montgomery Ward's. Um, before our, my time, there was Kirkland's Department Store. Do y'all remember that, ladies? Also, one of our favorite stores was Noble Hardware. Wasn't because it was a hardware store. It's because it was a toy store up on the top. And although we didn't buy any toys there, we sure did look at them and fall in love with them. And later, and when we were in the antique business, we actually acquired a Surrey with the fringe on top. And we had to restore it completely, but it still had all the original decals on it. It still worked. We had to get new rubber for the tires, a new top, new fringe. But it had the little sticker on it that said Noble Hardware. And that's where it came from. And it was pedal. So you'd have to pedal it along. It held four people or four kids. But uh, that was our pride and joy for many years. And we had that our, at our, our antique store. Okay. Let's see where I'm going to go from here. How about... Oh, let me go back to Fedway. After Fedway, it became our activity center. From about 79 until 92, 93, um, when the impact was built. But 
they used to host all sorts of events in the activity center, just like they do at the impact today. Well, except for when COVID's going on, but, um, it was the big place where you actually, the world of wheels started at the activity center in 1979. And then the world of wheels went on to the impact and it was the very first show at the impact. So the world of wheels had a big reputation around here. People loved to go looking at cars and motorcycles. Okay. So got to figure out where I'm going now. Uh, Staying on the same side of the street, we've got the radio building, which is the big building at the corner of 8th and Indiana. And actually, the first radio station in Wichita Falls was in that building and was transmitted from that building. And then later, WBAP out of Dallas bought it and it went there. But it's pretty neat that we had the first radio station here at the radio building. Well, below it, on the ground floor, they had different stores. One of them was Patricia Shoes. And another one was Steve's Shoes, which I thought was very interesting to, to know that Steve's Shoes started out downtown. I did not know that. Um... And then, of course, wards. I talked about wards. Um, see what else I've got here. Sorry, guys. I've got to go through pictures and pictures and pictures. Nope, not going to let me do that. Okay, fine. Um, okay. I mentioned Activity Center, Western Auto, um, Fedway. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go to the other side of the street. And in the 50s, right next to Russell Stover's was Texas State Optical. And then on the other side of Skaggs was Mast Optical. So, you could go within a store and decide if you want to get your eyes done at Mast or get them done at Texas State Optical. Also with Mast was Babyland, was right next door to it. And on the other side of Mast was True Value Shop. Next was one of the oldest businesses that had been downtown in, in, the, in that block of Indiana, the 900 block. And that was W.T. Grant Five and Dime. And I mean, what a treat it must have been for a kid to go in there and buy a new toy for a nickel. You know, begging mom to let them have a toy. Oh, mom, please, please, just like they do today. It was our version today of a dollar store. But things didn't cost a dollar back then. They cost a nickel and ten cents. Can you imagine? Next to W.T. Grant what were um, two shops that really went on through the years. And uh, one of them was Learner's. We had learners in the mall up until just a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, but learners had been around for that long, and, and women loved to shop in there because it was very affordable clothing. And then there was Baker's Shoes. Now, stores hopped around downtown a lot. 
um, they'd go from one block to the other block to see if traffic would be better in one block, if people, you know, walking traffic would be better. Um, but in the 50s, in this picture, I showed that Baker's Shoes is there. But now I'll talk about Baker's being in the 800 block the next time I talk about stores, if y'all give me enough feedback and let me know that you want to hear about it. So the last and final store in the block was Perkins Timberlake. Everybody knew about Perkins. It, uh, it actually started in, I believe, maybe wrong, but 1901 and was in that location. No, it has to be 1919. Sorry about that, y'all. And was in that location until mm, early 80s when everything closed down. It closed down, too, and went, went along, you know, with everybody else who left the downtown and went to the mall or went to Parker Square. Um, story I'm told about Perkins is that ladies would save their pennies up all year long just so they could go into Perkins and buy their little girl's Easter outfit just so they could say, I got it at Perkins. Because Perkins was sort of a mix between, a, say, a Dillard's and an Neiman Marcus. It was quite expensive, but they had a great bargain basement you could go down to and find wonderful sales down in the bargain basement. So that's it for today, guys. If y'all like this and want me to go ahead and do the next block, the 800 block, leave a message, leave a little note on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Julie Coley, and let me know if you like this kind of thing. And if so, then I will continue on in a few weeks with the 800 block. But um, I need to hear from y'all. So please let me know. And thanks a lot. Bye. I have written eight books about Wichita Falls and North Texas. I have four in a series called How Did They Die? Murdered in Northern Texas. One is from 1892 to 1926. One is 26 to 74. One is 54 to 2011. And then I have Murdered in the Line of Duty. So it's about officers around Texas who have been killed in the line of duty. I've also written four picture books. One is called Views of the Past, Downtown Wichita Falls. One is Views of the Past, Downtown Wichita Falls, Volume 2. One is Views of the Past, Wichita County, Texas. And the last one is called Way Back When, a picture book for kids. Y'all can get any of these books at Pickard's Universe at 10th and Indiana, Heritage Antique Mall at 15th and Lamar, and please shop locally if you live here, or you can order them on Amazon.com. Just type in my name and my books will pop up. Thank y'all.